Hello, hello, and welcome to episode three of A VO's Journey. With your host, that would be me, Anthony Pika. I'm so happy to be back for the third episode. I can't believe this is actually the third episode. So I guess I was imagining that maybe it was the 300th episode, but I get too ahead of myself. No, we're on number three, and I'm really excited because today we're talking about a couple of different things. We're going to talk about equipment and uh, what kind of equipment I use in the booth, in my booth, and then we're going to talk about uh, business structure and a marketing challenge that I have. So I'm really excited about it and to go over all of this stuff with you because I think it will give you a, a real clear picture of what I'm doing at least, uh, where I'm starting from at this moment, and uh, some of my plans for moving forward, and also some of my um, thoughts and concerns about uh, questions that I, I have uh, about how to get to that place that we talk about. So before we get started, for everybody uh, who is new, uh, this podcast is about helping um, the new voiceover artist, and actually, you know, any voiceover artist really who is looking to um, grow their business and become a full-time voiceover artist. Can you get a lot of information out of this if you're not, if, if you don't want to be full-time? Absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, you know, I started this podcast to help people and myself uh, hold myself accountable to moving forward and, you know, going full-time finally. Um, so I'm I'm super excited about that. So let's get into the equipment side of things. So what I'd like to do is kind of do a rundown. If you want to get a, a piece of paper or pencil or just listen, um, and you could either uh, compare the equipment you already have, or if you're just starting out, I'm going to give you kind of like a basis of um, where to start uh, where I started and then where I am right now. Okay. So, uh, the last episode we talked about the vocal booth. So, um, that is, uh, a must have of course, but it's really not the first thing that you get. I mean, clearly if you take a step back, uh, and look at the first thing you're going to need, uh, is you're going to need, uh, the very first thing you're going to need actually is some sort of program, uh, to record, your voice and a computer to record it on. So, um, you know, that is the very first thing you need. Um, I, like I said, and before I have an iMac, so that is just something that I use. I like Apple products, uh, but you know, anything works, a PC works, you just a laptop. Uh, I have MacBook pro as well, and that, uh, works great. I just happen to use an iMac and, um, the, program that I use, there's many programs out there. There's many programs that you can use to record yourself and edit and master your uh, voice. And we call that a DAW or a digital audio workspace. And um, I personally use a program from Adobe called Adobe Audition. I absolutely love it. Uh, it is not free. It, it, it is a subscription every month. Uh, that I pay, you can buy it outright or you can subscribe. Adobe has the uh, cloud or the CC right now. And uh, I just go ahead and pay that price every month. You can pay for just Adobe Audition, I believe, for $19.99 a month. And 
I personally believe is absolutely worth it. Uh, I love this this DAW, this program, and it just serves my purpose as well. So basically, again, the DAW or this program, Adobe Audition, you can just find it by going to Adobe. Um, it records um, your sound waves from your voice onto um, onto the file, onto the track in the program, and then saves it and allows you to edit it and master it. So um, it's really wonderful. Now, there is a free DAW out there called Audacity, A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y, Audacity. And uh, it's a great program. Many people use it. I don't personally use Audacity, but there are a lot of tutorials on YouTube about it, uh, as well as as uh, Adobe Audition. There's some. Uh, there's so many, uh, but I personally just like Adobe Audition. So, um, but you can use that, and it is a paid one again. But you can also use Audacity, which is free. And um, I, I recommend you just going and looking up some videos on how to actually use that program. All right, but that's the first thing. So you got a computer and you have your DAW. Of course, the next thing you're going to need is a microphone. So um, there has been a huge shift recently, uh, and it's exciting because uh, with technology, things always change and get better. That didn't used to be better, but um, there is a uh, a good set of USB microphones out there now where that you can uh, just buy a microphone with uh, with a USB connector connected to your computer and just record without any other equipment. Um, in fact, when I first started out, that's exactly what I did. I went to Best Buy. I bought a blue snowball microphone. I know many of you might have heard of that, of blue or maybe the blue Yeti. Uh, they're just very popular USB mics with gamers as well. But uh, I bought a blue snowball, and they call it a snowball because it's literally like this round ball. <laughs> and it it comes with a little teeny stand that goes, you know, that goes on a table. Um, but it does allow you to um, take it off and put it on a larger stand if you need to. And it's a USB, so you plug it right in, and it goes right into the um, right into your computer, and you don't need anything else. I used that for a while, and um, I did have a booth. So I had made my booth in the beginning, like I said yesterday, and I um, recorded and I got book deals by doing that first, uh, by using that microphone without anything else. So, you know, you don't need, and I believe that microphone was actually like forty nine ninety nine, um, and um, there's actually cheaper ones out there, uh, but uh, that was a great microphone. The, the Blue Yeti, which is a, uh, I believe, more of a large condenser type USB microphone is uh, probably around $100, $110, depending on where you are. So that's something that you can get and you can get very easily. Um, now, though, I, I, I use uh, different microphones. So um, I upgraded to the Rode NT1A mic. So it's Rode, R-H-O-D-E, and then it's NT1 space A. And uh, it actually comes in a kit, and it's become very popular, too, with people starting out. It's a couple hundred dollars, like 250 or something like that, and it, it varies. It goes up and down, but it's a whole kit. It comes with the microphone, uh, and it also comes with a pop filter, and um, it comes with a um, shock mount. Uh, so, you know, that's um, that's a really great mic to use. Um, now, I then upgraded after that 
to the Sennheiser MKH416 microphone. Uh, it's a shotgun microphone. And uh, this one's a little more expensive. This one's around $1,000. But uh, I absolutely love it. That's what I'm recording on right now. And uh, I just love the sound it, it does with my voice. But my um, my Rode NT1A is a brighter sound. Um, this mic, uh, the Sennheiser, has a lot, uh, maybe just a, a deeper sound. It, it picks up a lot more of those deeper frequencies, I think. So whenever I'm doing um, more like uh, cartoons or, or character voices that have high pitches and stuff like that, I like the the Rode. But the Sennheiser is really nice for, for me when I narrate and do different things. I just enjoy it. I like the microphone and the way it makes my voice sound. So anyway, so those, that's my microphone. Now, when you're using that type of microphone, when you're using a microphone uh, that does not have a USB port, it's going to have what we call an XLR um, connection, okay? So you're going to need a mic cable, and those are called XLRs, and they're three pins, and uh, you can, it's just XLR, literally those three letters, three pins, you're going to need to purchase one, and then you're going to need to purchase uh, an audio box or a um, uh, a receiver that turns the signal into, uh, takes the signal from the microphone and turns it into a digital signal that sends it into the computer. I personally use the AudioBox USB from Presonus. Uh, I love Presonus, and um, that's a good company. But there's uh, like Redbox. There's a lot of other ones as well. Um, mine is just a two a two port one. It has one for a microphone, one for an instrument, and um, it has phantom power. So that is something else that. You'll need to make sure you have. It comes with it. Uh, it's at 48 volts, phantom power. And uh, that's something that you literally just push a button, it turns on. Again, there's lots of different um, tutorials on this on the on YouTube. But um, I just kind of wanted to run over with you my picture of what's happening in my booth. Um, now, I used that for a long time. So I had the Rode microphone going into the audio box, USB. Okay, and that's a separate... It's like a, it's literally like a box. It's separate from the computer. And then a mic cable goes from my microphone to the audio box. I power the microphone by plugging it in. From Then the, the audio box gets plugged into the computer. And that computer then powers the box. And then by turning, by pushing in the button that says 48V or 48 volts, that then powers the microphone. And uh, the reason why the microphone needs power is it picks up uh, it gives it um, a, a lot more um, sensitivity and uh, helps uh, pick up a lot more frequencies in your voice. So um, it powers it. Um, so that's all you need. And then that goes into your DAW, which you're, you're on your computer. And that's how you record with a microphone that takes an XLR. Now, currently, um, I have another piece of equipment Um and uh, I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love it. Um, and it is the uh, DBX286S. Uh, and it is a, for lack of a better word, it is a small uh, channel strip like mixer. Um, and it gives you some options. So if you know anything about, if, if you happen to know anything about live sound, and it's also a preamp as well. But if you know anything about sound, uh, live sound, and if you don't, that's okay too. Basically, um, you know, we have all these frequencies in our voice, 
and we have a lot of different things that um, that we can do to manipulate those frequencies to make our voices sound better, uh, to make them sound more clear, to also take out um, different things like uh, sibilance sound, which is like this S sound. Uh, when uh, some people are are just really you, they have this S sound really badly. Um, there is a compressor in in it as well, um, which compresses. So basically, com- all compression is is it takes the highs and the lows and the rest of the track and it compresses it so that there is never this um, huge leap in sound. So that you know you your sound stays at an even level, even though you can. Uh, hear the difference in intensity in the voice, you're not going to get the volume jumps uh, that really hurt your ears and then, you know, cause clicking, um, clipping, excuse me. Uh, it also has, um, I'm like looking at it right now, uh, trying to, it also has a, When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Uh, enhancer so it has just a couple of frequent two frequencies basically and then it has a uh, a gate an expander and a gate and um, basically um, the gate is uh, a gate is when you um, if you think about a gate a literal gate uh, you have to push it open in order for you to go through so if you think about that in your voice, basically the gate, you set it at a certain level, all right, um, and you have to, with your voice, the volume has to reach that level in order for the gate to open. So when the gate opens, then the sound can come through. But as soon as that volume returns below that gate, it closes and doesn't allow any noise to come through. So that's how gates work <clears throat> as well. Um, and they are very useful, especially for people who are having trouble controlling the noise in the room. They're wonderful. Uh, so that is something that I suggest if you're having a noisy place that you look into getting. You can do some of these things in post. You can do actually all these things in post-production with most of your DAWs, meaning that after you record it, you can do it digitally. But I find that if it's possible, the best uh, to, the best quality sound of your voice uh, going before it goes into the system, like getting the best quality before it goes into your DAW is what you should strive for. Um, So that when it gets in there, then, you know, you don't have to do much. And this is a time game, at least for me, I'm always trying to maximize the amount of time it takes me to do something and recording we record and record, you know, if you record something, you know, it's it's one for one, right? I mean, yes, you can mess up and you have to go back, but basically it's one for one, meaning like when I record a word, I get that word. But then I have to go back and I've got to edit that word. I've got to master it, meaning I got to make it sound just right, extra special right at the end. So I'm I'm doing all this extra stuff. So the more I can do before 
it goes into my um, computer or my DAW, the the less I, work I have to do as well. Um, so, so anyways, that's what I'm using right now. Those two boxes and the my audio box uh, that goes into my computer and the microphone goes into the DBX286S. So it's DBX286S, and I'll put this into the um, notes of everything. So kind of give you like a checklist so you can look at it. And um, you can get all the stuff off of Amazon. Um, now, that one is, I believe, $199. Now, by the way, just starting out, the items I mentioned to you were you need a DAW. You could use Audacity for free as long as you have a computer. Um, but you know, like I said, I use Adobe Audition, which is $19.99 a month. And then you need a microphone, uh, and you can use a USB microphone under $100 and still sound fantastic. And then you're going to need a booth like we went over, and you can do that for, again, around $100 or under. So you're looking to get started for around $200. You can do that. Uh, This equipment I have in here, of course, at this point is, you know, it's expensive, but I've it's not something I bought all at once. I bought it over a series of, of, of time, you know, a lot of time. So, uh, it's accumulated. Um, now one thing I also have that I haven't mentioned is my headphones. I have some headphones, um, they're audio technica headphones and, um, you know, I'll be straight with you. I'm trying to look at them and see, yeah, they are the ATH M 20 X. Um, I really, they're they're good. They've served their purpose. I've only ever had one set of headphones all this time. I I don't actually. I've I've really come to like listening to recording without them on. Um, but that's just a personal thing. Uh, some people love to record with their on because you can hear how your voice sounds inside them. I like to record without them on now and just listen and go faster like that. But that's that's just me. But I, but you need to have a set of headphones because you need to know how it's going to sound, uh, how your recorded voice is going to sound to someone listening to it. So that's really important uh, for you to do. So, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's everything. Am I missing anything? Um, oh, one thing that's really important, and I mean like really important, especially if you're doing audiobooks or when you're first starting out. And you might not think it's really important, but it's extremely important is your chair. Like, I'm not lying. We we sit in these chairs a long time. And if you don't have a comfortable chair, it will be miserable. Um, and uh, when you're alone and you're doing your work by yourself, not in a studio, you know, you're, you're going to sit for a while, especially if you're even in the editing process. So you want a really comfortable chair, at least with a comfortable cushion, something that has some posture and stuff. Uh, we can talk about posture and stuff later, but... You know, that's really important to have. Um, so, um, yeah, so those are the things that I have. I do have a power strip that I use because it's, you know, you have a couple different things being plugged in. But my iMac is nice because it doesn't have a PC. And it runs very quiet, even though this iMac doesn't have a solid state uh, drive in it because uh, it's an older one. It still doesn't run very loud at all. It doesn't really make that much noise and it's all encompassed. So the whole computer sits on the desktop. Uh, as well as it works really well with Adobe Audition. So the two of those companies really work well together. So it's really nice. So it's just a, kind of a marriage made in heaven. So anyways, that's my setup. That's my setup. Uh, oh, 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 and a mic stand. So yeah, so a mic stand. Can't forget the mic stand. And that's really important 
uh, to have a mic stand with a shock mount. A shock mount is just a piece of plastic or metal that attaches to your mic stand that has basically some rubber bands attached to it that the microphones sit in that allow them to not, um, if some, if they get jostled, if they get hit, uh, or something moves that they don't, it, you don't hear this big banging on the, on your, um, on your pro, on your, um, your recording. So anyways, um, yeah, so that's what, uh, that's what you have. And you, they're, they're very inexpensive. You want a boom stand. You want a boom mic stand and you'll see it. And a boom basically is a mic stand that now, do you have to have a boom stand? No, but a boom stand allows you to uh, manipulate where the microphone goes. Whereas a regular mic stand just goes straight up and down and you can't change it. But a boom stand allows, it has a different arm. It's like an arm attached to a, a pole. So you can, you know, make that arm go at a, almost at like a 90 degree angle or you know what I mean? So it can go up and you can just look it up. It's a mic stand, boom stand. Um, but anyways, they're very inexpensive. You know, they're very inexpensive around 20, $30 max. Um, so anyways, you've got, that's, uh, that's it. So you've got your microphone, you've got your mic stand, you've got your headphones, you've got your audio box, uh, I have a DB and then I have another preamp with some extra settings on it. Now, mind you, you can get up to, you can get mixers that are, have um, frequencies. Like if you look at pictures or you've been to big studios where they have these massive sides mixers that have like just frequency, like all this stuff and all these different frequencies in your voice, the highs and lows, and they can mix it. And, you know, you wonder why these people sound so amazing on the radio as well. Um, and it's also because of how much ability they have to make their voices sound that much clearer and crisper. Um, but anyways, you know, we, we, we don't need that <laughs> to start. And then you need your computer and you need your DAW, whether it's Adobe Audition, Audacity. There's things called, there's another one called Pro Tools. It's more expensive. That's very widely used in the industry. Um, but like I said, I use Adobe Audition and there's Audacity. Um, so anyways, uh, that's the, yeah, Woo, that was a lot. I think I just went crazy on that. I hope everybody followed that. And uh, again, I'll make a list in the notes of the podcast so that you can actually see the names of them in case you need to go get something or whatever. I'm not going to put links. I'm not doing any, um, you know, making any money off any of these items or anything like that. So, you know, it's just me telling you what I actually did and used. Um, one other piece of equipment that might help some of you that really did help me. Um, and, and it, it really helped me keep going in my business when I was discouraged about where I was at was this, um, little, uh, foam ball called a chaotica. It's called a chaotica eyeball with a K. And basically what this thing does is I was having really, I know I, I told, I said this in the other podcast, but I really got tired of taking and putting up the booth and taking down the booth that I had. So what I did was, is I looked and looked around to see there's got to be some other option. You know, if if you think about it, if we're just supposed to be protecting the microphone from sound waves bouncing off the wall, why do you have to have this massive size booth? Why couldn't it be smaller? And I, I had seen something about uh, I, another way to, to, to minimize that. And, and I found this chaotic eyeball. And basically it's a foam ball that fits on top of your microphone 
and it has its own pop filter that you put in and it encloses the microphone in this foam ball that's a little smaller than, you know, it's about half the size of a basketball. And basically it's just this foam ball and it's, you speak into the ball uh, and there's this, this uh, um, pop filter right in front of it that attaches to the ball. And um, it really does a great job of cutting out the extra reverb. Now it doesn't deaden the sound. It doesn't deaden sound. Uh, and, and there's claims out there that it does, but I, I never found that it really did much for the sound. Uh, I mean like the, the volume um, of it, but um, you know, it does, it's a, it does do an amazing job of helping you with the reverb. So if you're having an issue with that, that really helps. So it was a fast way that I could set up my microphone, have it set up without having to put up and down a booth. Now that does cost $199. So my suggestion is, is if you got to choose one or the other, you know, pick one that you're going to like, you know, that's easier for you to, to do um, and or afford and then just go with that one for a while if you're having a money issue. I will tell you that it does help on travel a lot. Now, I was told they're supposed to be coming out with one for a shotgun mic, but I've not seen that one yet. So you, it's only for the large cardioid microphones, um, and those are the are the large diaphragm microphones. So those are the thick microphones, uh, like the Newman and the Rode, and you you can see pictures of them on 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 um on, on Amazon. So, but anyway, so that's that's the booth. That's all the equipment I have. And uh, at this point now in my new home, I can just keep it all up and I don't have to take it down and I can just come in my booth and record and it's super nice. But trust me, it was not always that way. It was a pain in the backside. All right. So anyways, uh, well, I guess I was going to talk about business structure and I was going to talk about all um, of my business that I'm doing right now with the different places that I'm selling uh, and, and different platforms I'm using and what I'm trying and I wanted to, the the challenge I was going to do, but I think we will save that for the next one because I'm already at almost 26 minutes. So thank you guys so much. I hope this helps. At least, if nothing, it should give you an idea because I want to paint a picture for everybody about what I am doing, what one voiceover artist is doing, where that voiceover artist is at, where I'm at, and hopefully it can help you figure out you know things that you need to get or or should get, but also give you an idea of where I am moving forward. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, sticking around. I really, really, really appreciate it. We've finished episode three. That's really exciting. I got to get some sort of like DJ drop in here, don't I? Um, I could always sing for you. I probably wouldn't have anybody listen anymore. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Have a great day. Have a great rest of your day, and uh, I'll talk to you in the next episode. All right. Peace.